from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone, to John Leonetti in the morning. I'm Jean Wells, along with Mary Sue Lone. Wake up. Good morning. Good morning. Long time no see. I know. It's been two weeks. Almost. How come John didn't need us for two weeks? I don't know. I don't know. I heard that uh, he kind of slept in one day this week. Oh, boy. Well, he could have called us. We could have been here. Well, we could have called in. We could have called in. (laughs) In our jammies. Yeah. (laughs) I was up. Oh, yeah. Well, me too. Yeah. You know, that happens to all of us. We're human, right? Yeah, we all have our days. Oh, I've never overslept. What? Never? Never. No. No. Hey, we're broadcasting from the Mercy One studio here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Or you might be streaming online at or tuning in on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. It's Thursday, January 30th already. Oh. I don't know where the month went. Oh, Christmas. I, have, I don't have much to show for myself. Yeah. Well, the Christmas season is almost done. Yes, the presentation of the Lord. Yep, on February 2nd. Some people think that's Groundhog's Day. Oh, well, it's... Could the be. Groundhog is coming out to yeah. celebrate the presentation of the Lord. That's right. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't taken your, your Christmas tree down yet, you're in good shape. Everybody thinks he's coming out to look for his shadow, but really he's looking for Jesus. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> These silly people. Hey, we've got a fun day today. Maggie Dewitty is joining us. She's the executive director for Iowans for Life, and she has just gotten back from the March for Life this last weekend. I think she is recuperating. She'll be all kinds of excited. She will be. And then we have a new guest on. We haven't had him on before. It's Father Edward Looney, and he has written an article from org, and it's about lighting candles as a form of prayer. I love when we find out the nuances of some of those things that we've done for a hundred years. Yeah. And or a thousand. Or a thousand years. Yeah. I was talking to me personally. Oh. A hundred years. <laughs> oh. Oh. I get it. Oh, Mark Amadeo, of course, will be with us with sports. And but, before we go any further, Deacon Tony, would you lead us in our morning offering? God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's check in, see what Mark has going on. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Mary Sue, I saw our little brother on Sunday. Is that so? Yes. He's growing up to be such a big boy. He's such a fine young man. Such a fine young man. Yes. He's learning his manners. Good morning, ladies. How are- <laughs> yeah. Good morning. To my two older sisters, uh, how many, how many times did you get that gene on Sunday over at Holy Trinity with the Catholic? Oh, uh, holy! Mo- and I got the Gene Wells booth. weather thing too. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> they're, re- they're bringing that, that back, are we? Oh yeah, well, that's been a number of years. <laughs> you know, he had a cinnamon roll in front of him at Holy I Trinity. I had two in front of me. Two. Wait a oh, second, I had I'd two only in front seen of me. One. 
And then the third one came later, but oh. I passed, so I, I, I stopped it too. Just Whoa, FYI. Mark, I was impressed that you were eating the rest of your, your breakfast first before you ate the cinnamon roll. I didn't realize that that was already the second one that was in front of you. Well, we do it all in stages, Gene. Ah. I just kind of, you know, take my time and plod through the, the omelet breakfast. That yeah. uh, uh, The Knights did a great job with that. And thank you. For, it's good to see you. And I'm glad you got a few more comments. Uh, we were looking for our, our my, my other sister, uh, Mary Sue. You weren't there, but I'm sure you had activities going on at St. Pius. I did. We had the RCIA dismissal, mm-hmm. and then um, some good friends of ours had their baby baptized. Oh, and fun. So. Love baby baptism. It was a great day. Yeah. So, yeah, it's Great. Catholic Schools Week, so that's why I was out at Holy Trinity and I'd been at St. Teresa's, and all the schools were doing very cool things to celebrate our Catholic schools. So. Well, I haven't seen you around St. Pius. Nope. Nobody invited me. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm inviting you. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You know, there's only one of me. There's 16 schools. Invitation only, uh, Mary yeah. Sue. You oh, have to yeah. invite her. <laughs> oh, Mark, what do you have going on for us today? We don't have the weather. It's not too bad. We'll start with that right now from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. we got uh, Megan Selwall, who prepares our weather each and every day from the WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk. Currently in Des Moines, we have cloudy skies. There is some fog in the area, as there has been every morning this week. And uh, we have 22 degrees south-southeast wind at 6 miles per hour. So that feels like temperature as you wake up on this Thursday morning is 14 degrees. And today we'll see mostly cloudy skies. Yes, another day without seeing too much of the sun. Today's high in central Iowa, 31 degrees with south winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, light snow will move in mainly after 10 o'clock here in central Iowa. Overnight low of 25 degrees. And tomorrow, that morning snow, uh, less than an inch accumulation is what they're saying, but enough to make things kind of dicey tomorrow morning during the commute. So be mindful of that. High of 34 degrees for your Friday. Saturday, it's going to start warming up. Partly cloudy, uh, a dry, high of 36 degrees, and on, well, Super Bowl Sunday or Groundhog Day Sunday or Presentation of the Lord Sunday. Uh, partly cloudy, dry, high of 42 degrees. So the car washes will be in effect uh, this uh, coming weekend. Well, in the news on this Thursday morning, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds is filling a vacancy on the state's highest court. Dana Oxley was appointed uh, on Tuesday to fill the vacancy on the Iowa Supreme Court that came with the death of Chief Justice Mark Cady last November. Now, Oxley is from Swisher, Iowa, uh, that's just south of Cedar Rapids, and is a private practice attorney with the Cedar Rapids Law Firm. She's a graduate of University of Iowa Law School with an undergraduate degree from the University of Northern Iowa. Governor Reynolds will have a second Supreme Court vacancy to fill later when current acting Chief Justice David Wiggins retires from the bench in March. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night in men's college basketball, three of the big four teams were in action last night. And up in Ames in Big 12 play, number one Baylor defeated Iowa State 67-53. The Cyclones now with a record of 9-11 and this year. Baylor won their 17th straight game, and they're the number one team in the country. Their record improves to 18-1. Missouri Valley Conference play will both Drake and Northern Iowa split yesterday. Indiana State defeated Drake 58-56 out in Terre Haute, Indiana. Uh, Bulldogs record falls to 15 and 7 while up in Cedar Falls Northern Iowa continues their magical season their record now 18 and 3 with the win last night over Missouri State 95-66 tonight it's women's college basketball in the Big 10 number 18 Iowa at Penn State they'll tip off at 6 o'clock and uh, tonight men's college basketball also in the Big 10 the Iowa Hawkeyes uh, they're at Maryland tonight uh, 15th ranked Maryland that'll be a 7:30 tip off out in College Park Maryland televised on the Big 10 network 
The uh, Hawkeyes record now 15-5. and five. Today there's no Dowling Catholic varsity sports or activities scheduled. Our next high school basketball broadcast will be tomorrow night. Dowling at Ankeny Centennial. We'll have uh, the girls and boys games here on Iowa Catholic Radio with our pregame starting at 6 o'clock. So join us tomorrow night, Dowling at Ankeny Centennial, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the... Uh, Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, cloudy skies, fog in the area, 22 degrees with a south-southeast wind at 6 miles per hour. Today we'll see mostly cloudy skies here in central Iowa with a high of 31 degrees. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather and Sports on your Thursday morning. John Leonetti Show and coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. A better drive today compared to yesterday. Eight minutes you're heading in from the west mixer to downtown on 235. Seven minutes you're heading in from the east mixer to downtown. No other problems to pass along. But uh, again, if you're going to be in the Drake area today, roads are already closing. As of 8 o'clock this morning, uh, most of the roads will be closed around the Knapp Center with uh, President Trump making his visit to Des Moines this evening. So you'll want to... Find other ways to get to where you need to be if you're going to be in the Drake area at all. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently. Learn more at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We have so many wonderful sponsors, and I'd love to thank Golden Rule PHC. That's right. Golden Rule PHC provides residential plumbing services in Des Moines, and you'll only want to trust plumbers with the experience that ensures an excellent job each time. Find them online at goldenrulephc.com or call 888-203-5401. You know, they have all those self-help books. Mary Sue, you know, you do this and you'll have happiness. That's Yeah. Yeah. All you have to do is read a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I came across this article, Six Ways to Ensure Happiness, and I thought, oh, another book. Well, and this is according to, to St. John Bosco. So, I mean, he has So some, that caught your eye. Yeah. That has a, a few better credentials than some of those. And, I mean, these are, I mean, they're so simple, but if you really embrace these six things, I mean, really true happiness. So live for God alone is number one. That's right. Sounds simple. Who's, who's first? Yeah. Sounds so simple, doesn't it? Until you get up out of bed. Yeah, that's right. And then it's like, oh, I need to say prayers after I make my coffee. Yeah. Or I'll pray the rosary this morning. Oh, well, I'm going to jump in the shower first. Yeah. After I watch TV. After I check on the news and yeah. see what's going check on. Check Facebook. Check. Uh, oh, that's not one of the six. Let me go through the list a minute. <laughs> and see. Oh, it is not one of the six. It's not? No. Check social media. Yeah. Uh, So uh, St. John Bosco says, give God the greatest possible glory and honor him with your whole soul. If you have a sin on your conscience, remove it as soon as possible by means of a good confession. That's good advice. That is good advice. Pretty solid. Yeah, especially (laughs) as we're we're thinking, okay, we're wrapping up the Christmas season. We're in ordinary time. We're going to be going into the... um, into Lent here pretty soon. Yeah, that's a good time. Which leads us to number two, which is a good one. Yeah. 
be a servant. Oh, hang on. So being speaking of being a servant. Yes. Deacon Randy Keel. I mean, is he is he not a servant or what? Yeah, he is. You know, we're getting him here on the phone for our um, Thursday reflection on the readings. And so, you know, when you think about these six ways to ensure happiness, Deacon Randy is certainly a servant. Never offend anyone. That's what that's what St. John Bosco says. Above all, be willing to serve others. Be more demanding of yourself than of others. So, oh, I was just going to demand Deacon Randy <laughs> give us a reflection on one of the readings for the Sunday. Can I demand that, Deacon Randy? Well, you've got it, Gene. You, you could ask, and it will be done. Oh, okay. Well, we can flip to that scripture. Yeah, I had forgotten you were, it was Thursday, and you joined us, Deacon Randy. Shame on me. I'm so glad. I do. I join you every Thursday, and, and, you know, this is such an exciting Sunday that we are heading into for the presentation of the Lord. I think the theme of today is, Gene, hold me back. Hold me back. Hold me back. <laughs> lodi lodi hold me back <laughs> have mercy but listen this I, so i'm going on the second reading from the book of hebrews okay so this is our author possibly paul possibly timothy we're not sure it's part of the mystery we don't necessarily need to know but he's writing to the hebrew christians and he's writing to them in the struggles that they're having within their own body not from persecution from the outside but the persecutions that they're experiencing spiritually, internally, with the process of faith and belief. So the author has taken them back in this portion from Hebrews chapter 2, in just these four verses, he's talking to them and showing them some glimpses of who Jesus is. First of all, it's all about incarnation, the power and the miracle of incarnation. We see Jesus as our brother, and then we see Jesus as the omnipotent Father. And in that omnipotent Father, he's able to take the number one primary purpose of the devil, of Satan himself, and destroy it. He's conquering the death. And not just the death, this portion of Scripture says he's conquered the ultimate tool of Satan, the prince of the world. He's conquering the fear of death that he uses to torment anyone who attempts to become a believer in the one who cast him down to become the prince of death, and that's God himself. That's Satan's ultimate tool upon all of us today, is to torment us, to terrorize us about death. And Jesus says, no, 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 no. I come down to be brothers amongst. I will destroy that by taking death, resurrecting, and showing the world that belief in me and following the ways that I've given the people, no one will need to die the death that you are talking about, devil. I've got them covered. So we just have to do our part through our faith in Jesus Christ, following the walk that he's given us, especially the sacramental walk as Catholics, being able to walk through our spiritual life, following Jesus through the magisterium of the Church and the sacraments he's given us, and giving our life to to the will of God, He's got us. Hold me back. Hold me back. You know, Deacon Randy, it's interesting because the Hebrews, they had thousands of years of history of that same behavior. You know, you think of the Exodus and they kept, it's like, Lord, you know, you're going to 
you're, you're killing me here. You know, there's no water, there's no food, you know, and it was that constant complaining and, and looking at, you know, really the devil playing with them. Well, we've had 2000 years of the truth and we still struggle with that. We still do it. And, and what's really kind of cool about that is that that is actually part of God's creation. There's, we know that perfect faith casts out all fear, and that's what Hebrews is talking about. It's not the, it doesn't cast out all doubts. It casts out all the fear of death itself because it conquers death. But our doubts, if we look at them, they're actually companions to our faith. So if we utilize doubt correctly, all doubt points us right back to our faith. Hmm. And the whole history of the Old Testament yep. shows us that over and over and over. But we have to know how to respond to doubt. If we respond through our carnality, then we decline. If we respond through our faith, then we increase in Christ. Deacon Randy, thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. This was great. Great to be with you. Enjoy this weekend. Presentation of our Lord. Presentation of the Lord. Candlemas. That's right. Candlemas. Yeah. Yep. Feast of St. Blaise. Hey, coming up after this break, we're going to have Maddie DeWitty joining us fresh back from Washington, D.C. and the March for Life. Your Iowa Catholic Radio time is 717. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Looking for a family doctor? Vitae Family Cares physician Greg McKernan, a DO, has practiced for 27 years seeing patients of all ages. Vitae is Latin for life, and as a pro-life physician, Dr. McKernan is certified in NAPRO technology. Located at 50th and I-235 in West Des Moines, vitaefamilycare.com. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know... Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, confluencebrewing.com. Hello, my friends. Father Wade Menezes here of EWTN's Open Line Tuesday, where topics of faith, family, and fellowship are discussed each week, along with my giving general pastoral advice and catechesis. I'm asking you to faithfully support your local Catholic radio station, help give the Catholic faith to others by promoting solid Catholic programming in your local area. I strongly encourage you to become a faithful steward to your local Catholic radio station. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. 
Welcome back, everyone. This is John Lee and Eddie in the morning. I'm Jean Wells, along with Mary Sue Lone. Yep, I'm here, and we're so excited to be broadcasting from the Mercy One studio on Iowa Catholic Radio. I'm so excited. That's right. Oh. We're excited because we have Maggie DeWitty. Well, we do. I love, I just talked to Maggie on my show on Tuesday. So let's go to Maggie DeWitty, see if you're any more awake than you were Tuesday morning. Hi, Maggie. Hello, long time no talk. I know. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, it was such an exciting trip. You know, it was the 47th March for Life. Now, I don't think you've been on all 47. I don't even think you're 47 years old. So... Getting there, but not quite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why is going to the March for Life so important? I mean, you could send so many surrogates in your place, you know, but you go every year on the bus. Why is this so important to you? You know, every year I, I um, when I start to plan, I think that very question. <laughs> think, <laughs> what am I thinking? What am I doing? <laughs> I could send somebody else, um, but you know, as I as I get it, the planning going, and I start to talk to the different groups, and I kind of feed off of their excitement, you know, um, especially the young people because that is overwhelmingly who we have mm-hmm. uh, attending our our high school and college age students. And um, by the time I'm on the bus, I, I don't know, I, I just am so excited about having this opportunity to share the pro-life message and pray with them and, you know, just get them pumped up and ready to go and then just wait and hear how they're impacted when they come home. I mean, that's yeah. the, that is the real thing for me because I hear story after story from parents and students who share how they were impacted in some way. And. And you know, young people that age, young adults, when they're when they have something shared with them that's really impactful, they there you can't stop the energy. <laughs> it's just it's very infectious. It is. It is. Well, and, and I love that some of the kids go really because their friends are going. Mm-hmm. You know, they're on the bus. Yeah. They get to get out of school. They're going to go to D.C. They'll get to do some extra things while they're there. And they come back and they are on fire. I know. We had um, we we offer an opportunity on the way home for anybody to get up. There's a microphone and and people can get up and and share any thoughts that they had on the trip or anything. And we had three um, Dowling seniors that had gotten up and said, you know, hey, I was kind of iffy about going on this trip. wasn't really sure what it was about. Didn't know if I wanted to take the time. But then they uh, they got up there and they said, wow, this was really a great trip. I would come back if I could. This was so important to me. And um, it was just, it was just, that was, that was good enough right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just to hear that. Yeah. Well, we're in an important season. I mean, the march was fabulous. The, president Trump was the first sitting president to ever be there. And his remarks, if you haven't listened to them, I would encourage folks. I mean, it's all over the Internet. I think you guys have it posted on your Facebook page. Yeah. Um, so impactful. But we have an impactful issue going on right now here in Iowa. And that's this constitutional amendment. Give us a snapshot of where we're at in what is the constitutional amendment that's going forward and where we're at with it? 
Sure. Well, what happened was, um, oh, two sessions ago, we passed a 20-week abortion ban in Iowa. And with that ban, we had a 72-hour waiting period or reflection period before a woman would have to get an abortion. While the 20-week ban went into effect, Planned Parenthood filed lawsuit against the 72-hour. And while that was going forward, the next session, we passed the first in the nation heartbeat bill, which at the time was one of the most restrictive abortion bans in the country. And, of course, Planned Parenthood and ACLU filed lawsuit against that. And while that was being litigated, we got the ruling back on the 72-hour. And we expected that the, that the Iowa judges would say it was unconstitutional and an undue burden, but they went a step further, and they created law in our Iowa Constitution that didn't exist and said that there's a fundamental right to abortion in our Iowa Constitution. Now, if any of our listeners have read our Iowa Constitution, they would know there is no such fundamental right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they created law. They legislated from the bench. And then... Um, as the heartbeat bill was being litigated, the judge in that case used that ruling to strike down our heartbeat bill and said, no, we can't do heartbeat because we have a fundamental right to abortion. So while we still have 20-week ban on the books, we never were able to implement the heartbeat. And the only way we can undo what the judges did is to have a constitutional amendment. And so we're on phase one of that. It passed a subcommittee and a committee, and it's going to go forward for a full vote um, on the Senate floor, uh, hopefully in the in the coming week. And then it needs to go over to the House side and have the same thing happen. And then um, we need to do another session mm-hmm. and then a vote before the people. But the important thing to do right now is to contact your Iowa senators to make sure that when this vote comes up that they are voting um, for it, um, for uh, for passing this amendment. And um, if you are not registered through the iowacatholicconference.org, their action alerts, their information, go to their website. It's in the upper right-hand corner. I, I, I sing it, their praises all the time. I love their action alerts and how easy it is to contact our senators. And that vote is coming up this coming week? We anticipate that it will be coming up this coming week, yes. Okay. So people need to act right away. Right. This they isn't do. a think okay. about it for a month or two. Yeah. So what do you guys have coming up? Well, so our next event is our Prayer for Life event at the Iowa Capitol on March 2nd. Mm-hmm. And um, that's an event we've been doing for years. And it's a collaborative event with the Coalition of Pro-Life Leaders, which Iowans for Life is a part of. Mm-hmm. And all of our groups get together, and um, we just we have a prayer, we do some education, um, and then we offer an opportunity for people to learn about lobbying and how they can come up and lobby their representative. And it's not as scary as people think. We make it very easy because it is easy, and um, and we need people up at the Capitol. Um, so for all the details on the Prayer for Life rally at the Capitol on March 2nd, go to iowansforlife.org. Yep, that's okay. it. Details, details, that's all you need. iowansforlife.org, March 2nd. Pray for the sanctity of life. God bless you, Maggie, and your work. You know you are near and dear to my heart. So Aww, uh, we, we want to keep everyone informed of what's going on with, with this important life issue.
Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, God bless. You know, we need to check in with Julie Nelson and see what's happening with Catholic Women Now. Hey, Julie. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Surprise, we're here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how are you ladies doing today? We are fabulous. We're great. Yeah. How about you? What's happening this morning on Catholic Women Now? Well, we have Becky Naderman on our show today. She's a parishioner from Christ the King Parish here in Des Moines, and she's written a book called Walk With Me, and it talks about her work in prison ministry. And I, when I first heard about it, I thought, oh, she, you know, did Bible studies and went in and did this type of thing. But actually, her story is very personal. She actually became friends with one of the um, prisoners, and they would meet regularly. She would go visit regularly. And just the uh, transformation and changes that happened to her, because, you know, oftentimes when we go into a ministry or service like this, we always, you know, it's beautiful to help other people, but we sometimes are surprised how much it changes mm-hmm. us, too. And they and they both, Aaron is the, is the man in prison, realized how they had these misconceptions about each other. But as they got to know each other, those those judgments kind of melted away. And there's just a good lesson in that for all of us in life. And she's going to share that and how it's impacted her family, her girls. Well, and hopefully you'll it, find it, out if there's an opportunity for others to be a part of this prison ministry. You know, I, I've well, I've, I've heard about it, and I never quite know how you would go about and. Man, how much you'd have to pray to, before you would consider doing that, too. Well, talking with her, I realized it is a call. It is a call because that's not something a, a lot of us think of first mm-hmm. when we think about discipleship is to go into a prison. Yeah. Sounds like a okay. fascinating show. Yet again, Catholic Women Now is live at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Always available at podcast at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Julie, thank you so much. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. You too. You too. Have a great day. Thanks. You too, Julie. And thanks thank to our sponsors for always being bringing us this good information. Bell Construction, we thank them so much. At Bell Construction, Dean comes to the Homer job to give a bid for your roofing needs. And when the job's done, Dean, who owns Bell Construction, will personally inspect your property to ensure the highest quality of work. He's been in the roofing business for 30 years, and you can reach him at 515-963-4494. And let's go to Father Andrew Winchettle with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Is a lamp brought in to be placed under a bushel basket or under a bed, and not to be placed on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden except to be made visible. Nothing is secret except to come to light. Anyone who has ears to hear ought to hear. He also told them, Take care what you hear. The measure with which you measure will be measured out to you, and still more will be given to you. To the one who has, more will be given. From the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. The Gospel of the Lord Just because something is hidden doesn't mean it should stay that way, particularly the Gospel, which Jesus instructs his disciples. We've been given this great gift by the Lord, and we'll have to eventually render an account to Him of our success or failure to disseminate it. As if the value of the gospel isn't reason enough to share it, He warns us that there will be consequences, good and bad, depending on the effort that we make.
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. At Golden Rule, you already know we obey the rules to live by. That's why we provide state-of-the-art training for all of our employees. From customer service to routine maintenance and new equipment, you can always count on Golden Rule. And by taking care of our family, we can take better care of yours. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it online at goldenrulephc.com. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Well, welcome everyone to John Lee and Eddie in the morning. I'm Jean Wells, along with Mary Sue Lone. We're sitting in for John. We are. We're sitting here. Sitting, drinking literally. our coffee. Drinking our coffee. Helping everybody wondering wake up. what in the Sam Hill everybody's doing today. And we're broadcasting from the Mercy One studio on Iowa Catholic Radio. Right. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Or stream online at or, iowacatholicradio.com yep. or tune in on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Lots of ways to connect with us. It's Thursday, January 30th already. One more day to this first month of the year, which means one less day of winter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and the weather's not too bad. That's right. We, are, we thank our sponsors again. Five Sons Naturescapes. Love them. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting John Leonetti in the morning. They are passionate about providing natural solutions while creating a lush and full landscape for their customers. I dream of the day of a lush and full landscape when, <laughs> when spring arrives. That's right. <laughs> Honesty and integrity come first with them, and you can reach them at 515-493-1060 or online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Hey, in our second half hour, we have Father Ed Looney coming to join us. He um, wrote an article recently in um, alatea.org. That's A-L-E-T-E-A-I, or excuse me, T-E-I-A. So A-L-E-T-E-I-A dot org. They have wonderful authors. So um, I would encourage you to go and read their things. He wrote an article on lighting a candle as a form of prayer. So looking forward to that. Deacon Tony, would you lead us in prayer? God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. 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 Let's see if Mark's available. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Mark. Mark, are you here? Available for what? (laughs) Hey, do you have any any postponed games that you're airing this week? I mean, it seems like for a while there, the basketball games were uh, never on the day they were scheduled. (laughs) We only had two. Really? It just seemed like they were always being rescheduled. So you're all caught up. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We're all caught up. Now, next week looks dif- difficult because Mason City comes to town Tuesday, and that's a girls' and boys' doubleheader at Dowling. So that doesn't look good right now with the weather forecast, but mm. things could change. Yeah. But uh, we're all caught up, yeah. Well, we're that's good. good. 
Yeah. I love listening. It's it's a great um, – I, I listen on my phone when the games are on. I'm usually working on some little craft project or something, and, and uh, I love your call, Mark. I'm glad I can keep you entertained. Uh, you're probably one of the maybe four or five people that listen that uh, I That's keep entertained. That's not true, Mark. The rest, the rest of the listeners, the rest of them, the other whatever hundred or so, you know, they're, they're just want, they want the score. What's the score? What's the score? I get that all the time. So, yeah. Well, I was going to uh, text you that last game. What's the score? I've been listening. <laughs> I turned it on. You know, seven seven seconds into the game. What's the score? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just tipped off. Yeah. Hey, what do you have for so. us today? All right, well, right now from the uh, WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. Cloudy skies, some fog in the area, 22 degrees, a south-southeast wind at 6 miles per hour. So that feels like temperature as you wake up this morning is 14 degrees on this Thursday, January 30th. And uh, today we'll see mostly cloudy skies. It's going to be tough for the sun to be out until the weekend, it looks like. Today's high, 31 degrees, with a south wind at 5 to 10 miles per hour here in central Iowa. Tonight, light snow moving in, mainly after 10 o'clock clock here in central Iowa, an overnight low of 25 degrees, and tomorrow that morning snow will end sometime before noon. They're saying less than an inch of accumulation, but we could have slick conditions tomorrow during the commute, so keep that in mind, a high of 34 for your Friday. Saturday, partly cloudy, dry, and a high of 36 degrees, and on Super Bowl Sunday, or Groundhog Day, or Presentation of the Lord Day, a partly cloudy and a high of 42 degrees uh, on Sunday, so an opportunity to get uh, your car washed this weekend. Well, in the news, on this uh, Thursday, Thursday morning, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds is filling a vacancy on the state's highest court. Dana Oxley was appointed on Tuesday to fill the vacancy on the Iowa Supreme Court bench that came up with the death of Chief Justice Mark Cady last November. Now, Oxley is from Swisher, Iowa. That's just south of Cedar Rapids. And she is a private practice attorney with the Cedar Rapids Law Firm. She's a graduate of University of Iowa Law School with an undergraduate degree from the University of Northern Iowa. Governor Reynolds will have another Supreme Court vacancy to fill when current acting uh, Chief Justice David Wiggins retires from the bench in March. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, uh, men's college basketball and three of the big four teams in the state of Iowa were in, uh, involved in action. In Big 12 play, number one Baylor defeated Iowa State 67-53 up at Ames. Baylor's winning streak now 17 games. Their record improves to 18-1 and as they're ranked number one in the country. Iowa State falls to 9-11. and Missouri Valley Conference play, Drake Bulldogs losing on the road at Indiana State. Indiana State defeated Drake 58-56 in Terre Haute, Indiana. Bulldogs fall to 15-7 and on the season. And last night in Cedar Falls, Northern Iowa uh, improves its record to 18-3 and as they defeated Missouri State 95-66 at the McLeod Center. Tonight it's women's college basketball in the Big Ten, number 18 Iowa at Penn State. They'll tip off at 6 o'clock in University Park, Pennsylvania. And tonight the Iowa Hawkeye men are on the road. They're ranked 18th and they'll bring their 15-5 and record to number 15 Maryland and they'll tip off at 7.30 out in College Park, Maryland and that game will be televised on the Big Ten Network. Today, there's no Dowling Catholic varsity sports or activities that are scheduled. Our next high school basketball broadcast is tomorrow night right here on Iowa Catholic Radio as the Dowling girls and boys basketball teams travel to Ankeny Centennial. Our pregame coverage begins at 6 o'clock tomorrow. Girls tip off at 6.15. The boys to follow at 7.45. Join us for both games tomorrow night right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, some fog in the area, 22 degrees with a south-southeast wind at 6 miles per hour. And today we'll see mostly cloudy skies with a high of 31 degrees here in central 
Iowa. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Thursday morning John Leonetti Show. And coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Not too bad as you're heading from the West Mixer to downtown. 12 minutes on 235. Nine minutes as you head in from the East Mixer into downtown. Do have a accident EP2 Parkway at 19th Street in West Des Moines. So they're going to have some issues there. Also, uh, we'd have some other issues, uh, some obstacles at the Grand and Vine. So uh, be on the lookout if you're going to be in that area as well. And another reminder around Drake University today, Donald Trump, President Trump, going to be at the Knapp Center tonight. So road close. Follow the posted detours and lots of traffic going to be in the Drake area today. So if at all possible, probably try and steer clear as you're trying to get to where you are going. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently. Learn more at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Illness and pain were not obstacles to submitting to God's will and serving her neighbors. Because really, you know, if I'm sick and, you know, and in pain, I want to be on the sofa with the afghan and the cat. <laughs> not no. this not no. this time. <laughs> well, this is uh, Blessed Mary Angela Trakowska, and she was born in Poland in 1825. Um, but as a young girl, she contracted tuberculosis and was really forced into a long period of convalescence. And and while she was doing that, she prayed frequently and began to feel called to serve the poor in Poland, especially um, the orphaned and the elderly homeless. So when she recovered, she set to work living out that call. And though she was still quite weak from her illness, I mean, that impacts you for the rest of your life. Um her, her cousin soon joined her, and in a few years into their work, they took private vows. So soon other folks came and, and out of the woodwork and joined their order, which became known as the Felician Sisters. Mother Angela served as superior for many years until ill health forced her to resign at the age of just 44. Uh, she watched the order grow and expand and included missions even to the United States, uh, she died in nineteen in eighteen ninety nine. So we ask Blessed Mary Angela Tchowskwa to pray for pray us. Pray for us. And a big thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the Saint of the Day. Stephen practices real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. You can reach him at five one five two two four one seven seven six. The Maroon Moment on Iowa Catholic Radio is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, where they obey the rules to live by, online at goldenrulephc.com. Go Maroons! Exactly. Okay, guys, it's Catholic Schools Week. Okay, what would you say about Dowling? What do you love about Dowling Catholic? I would say when it comes to Dowling, my sort of my favorite thing is, I know maybe every school tries to strive for this, but I feel like Dowling's really good at it. Every teacher there, it seems like... Not only do they enjoy teaching, but they enjoy their students, and it's it's something that makes 
school so awesome because it, it makes it more interesting when your teachers actually want to be there. And then it also just makes like your life better to know that your teachers really actually care about you and really want you to do well in school and in life. Wow, that's cool. Kudos to the teachers. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite part's probably the student body and all their accomplishments they can do together. Uh, they all work together so well, and we accomplish great things at Dowling Catholic and get a better education because of it. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's the nice. whole person. It's really loving the whole person. That's awesome. So what do you want to highlight this week? Um, let's see. I will lead it off with uh, Winter Formal this Saturday, the juniors and seniors. Oh, they- I'm busy. I'm uh, sorry. Uh-oh. Then I guess I'll have to find a new date. Yes, but- you will. Uh, well- <laughs> I'm available. Oh. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, are you free Saturday night? Yeah. Actually, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. okay. Well, then I'll have to quickly find someone else. But <laughs> okay. Juniors and seniors may purchase tickets during lunch periods, uh, and then we're going to have a pep assembly Friday to close out school to announce our uh, king and queen. Ooh. You know, my tri- uh, fun fact, my son was the winter formal king when he was a senior. No well, there way. you go. <laughs> uh, student ambassadors, Dowling student ambassadors will be helping the incoming freshmen for their registration of classes on Saturday. I, and I love that you guys are so engaged with the elementary schools. And you've got, um, don't you guys go out and, like, read to the little kids or something? Yeah, we Student ambassadors go out and read the first graders at the feeder schools, and we also host seventh graders at Dowling Catholic to show them a day in the life of a Dowling Catholic oh, student. Oh, that's neat. Because it can be scary sometimes for them, mm-hmm. and then just to show them what it's actually like. Sometimes? And, How about every time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> okay. And then uh, finally, I'll wrap it up with talking about campus ministry. So mm-hmm. Dowling always has opportunities sort of, to sort of grow in your faith and, and become a better Catholic. So... Just over this past weekend, we had 35 freshmen go on the Metanoia retreat, 30 went on Kairos, and there were 12 seniors leading the retreats and eight faculty assisting. It's just kind of cool that every grade has their own retreat that they have an Mm -hmm. option to go on, and and usually it's the upperclassmen as well as some faculty that are sort of leading these events. Yeah. Well, and the younger students, they do look up to the seniors. Yeah. You know? I know when I was in school, seniors were, you know, I had the reputation of picking on the, the freshmen. You know, and yeah, there's that natural kind of, you know, interaction, but also know that they're loved by the seniors and, and embrace. We're so. pushing yeah. them to get better. That's right. That's yeah. right. Thanks for so, so much for joining us, guys. All Have right. a good day. Thank you. Go too. Maroons. The Maroon Moment on Iowa Catholic Radio is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, where they obey the rules to live by online at goldenrulephc.com. Well, coming up, we've got your diocesan minute right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, January 30th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. If you're a young man between the ages of 16 to 24, you're invited to experience the real world of seminary. The trip is planned to visit St. John Vianney Seminary in St. Paul, Minnesota, the weekend of February 14th through the 16th. A second trip is planned to visit Conception Seminary in Missouri, March 28th through the 30th. To learn more about these trips, email vocations at dmdiocese.org or call 237-5050. That's 237-5050. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bishop Johnson will be visiting with Catholic author Dan Burke about his newest book, Spiritual Warfare and the Discernment of Spirits. That's tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And speaking of Bishop Johnson, he wants to hear from you. Tell us how you've experienced God working in your life, and he may talk about it on an upcoming radio show. Just text your thoughts to 515-223-1150 using the hashtag Bishop. That's 515-223-1150.
Master News for the Diocese of Des Moines, I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. The Man Up West Power Lunch is Friday, February 14th at noon, St. Francis of Assisi Parish. Bring your ladies to this Valentine's Day-themed lunch with Adam Story discussing marriage and family. Lunch is provided by Chick-fil-A. Learn more at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake, confluencebrewing.com. Ladies, join us for the first Mosaic Luncheon of the Year on Thursday, February 13th at St. Teresa's Church. Our featured speaker is Chris Magruder, founder of The Veil Removed, a short film about what happens at Mass that we cannot see. She will talk about the miracles surrounding this project and the many graces that continue to be received. Doors open at 1130 and lunch is from 12 to 1. Sign up now at iowacatholicradio.com or call 223-1150. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Father Fabian Moncada. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air connecting people to Christ. The Spring Carathon starts Monday, February 17th. Welcome back to John Leonetti in the morning. It's about 10 to 8, so hopefully you're up and about ready to get going for this beautiful day. If not, then you better get going. You better get up and get going. (laughs) You can always text us. I don't think I told you that today. Did I say that in my best mom voice? Yes. (laughs) You did, mom. (laughs) I was on the elevator with someone the other day, and I'm like, where are your gloves? (laughs) And I said, oh, that was such a grandma voice, wasn't it? It was a young kid. Oh, yeah. It was so funny. We love our sponsors, including Blessman International. Every year, Blessman International leads teams of Central Iowans to share the compassionate heart of Christ with orphans and vulnerable children in South Africa. You can learn more and you can sign up for a trip at blessmaninternational.org. Well, I'm so excited to have Father Ed Looney join us. Uh, he was ordained a priest in, in the Diocese of Green Bay in 2015, and he currently serves as pastor of St. Francis and St. Mary's Parish and St. Peter and St. Hubert Parish, both in the Diocese of Green Bay. So he doesn't have much going on. I mean, only four pairs. Go Packers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we're past that for now. <laughs> no, you're never. If you're oh. a Packers fan, you're never past it. Oh, <laughs> Father, what do you say to someone who's a diehard Packers fan? It's a, it's a great question, and I know that we're going to talk about lighting votive candles, and so maybe spiritually you'll light a candle for the Packers <laughs> to win the Super Bowl next year. That's right. <laughs> There's always next year, right? Oh, well, I loved your article on alatia.org about lighting a candle as a form of prayer. 
And, you know, I've done it for years and I've always, whenever I do it, I'm like, I wonder if I'm doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like the first time you go to Eucharistic Adoration. I wonder if I'm doing it right. So, you know, let's start off with the why. Why do people think, you know, they light the the votive candles? Yeah, that, you know, that's a really good question, and that's one thing that I often wonder. Why are these people lighting the candles? Like, I'll walk into one of my churches, like I did this morning. I open it, I turn the lights on, and I look over to the little area where we have our saint area, and people have lit dozens of votive candles. Mm-hmm. And and I think what it really comes down to is, is that we have a lot of stuff that weighs on our heart, and this has been a long-standing tradition of our Catholic faith. It's something that we've grown up with, and... You know, I was on a different radio show talking about this custom, and they asked, well, what, what was the origin? And I, I I have to admit, I still haven't looked it up, but uh, I w- when I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, maybe it goes back even to our Jewish brothers and sisters with the menorah and lighting the candles there and recalling those eight days. You know, it's just been such a part of Judeo uh, roots and Christianity that we light these candles. And, and so it really... For me, I think it stands as a symbol of our prayer continuing on, that even though we're called to pray without ceasing, as St. Paul says, well, we know that the saints in heaven, when we entrust our prayers to them, they intercede for us, and they continue that prayer, even if it's not uh, on our lips or on our mind at any particular moment. So uh, I think it's really a symbol of that ongoing prayer. Well, and I always think of the of the the smoke that comes from the candle, and there's not much, but you know, it's it's kind of like incense, you know, where it's lifting up your prayer somehow. I, I don't know if there's any validity in that, but you know, it always feels like you know it's it's wafting up and 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 headed sure. to the Lord. So, so how do how yeah? Should I think we, another. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think another image, you know, in the darkness of our life that this candle stands as some sort of light, that the light of Christ is entering into mm. the darkness of sickness or, or any troubles that we have. So there's a lot of imagery that we can really see in this practice. So how do we do it right? I mean, is there a right way to pray when you light a candle? I, I need to know, Father, am I doing it the right way? I, I think we always have those type of questions. Even, you know, when we pray the rosary, we might be thinking, am I really praying the rosary the right way? Am I thinking about the mysteries? And so all of these different customs and practices. And, and of course, we're, we're taught by maybe a family member. We saw our grandparents go and light a votive candle, and so maybe we just do it in imitation of them. Mm-hmm. I, I think that when we go, uh, of course, we call to mind whatever that intention is. And so uh, I see some people, they light the candle, and then they go back to their pew and they kneel down. Or they light their candle, they make the sign of the cross, and they say a prayer. Uh, of course, in whatever area you're lighting, there could be a particular devotion. So maybe you're lighting a candle by the statue of the Blessed Virgin, so maybe it's praying a Hail Mary. Or if you're lighting a candle by a statue of St. Peregrine to, to ask the cancer saint to pray for whoever it is that you're praying for that's battling cancer, uh, I think that a good prayer from the heart is, is okay, like uh, to articulate that language, to say, this is the reason I'm lighting this candle, uh, there have been some shrines that I go to because I travel all over the country, and so there are um, some shrines I'll have a little prayer next to the votive candle area. It's kind of like a prayer while lighting a votive candle. I wrote a book for the Shrine of Our Lady of Good Health, a pilgrim's prayer manual, in which I wrote a prayer for people to light, uh, to say as they light that candle at that shrine of Mary's apparition. 
So what about doing this at home? I mean, if we're, you know, we do this at church, that's a sacred space. What about, you know, lighting a, a candle at home for our prayer time? You know, that wasn't something that actually had crossed my mind. But so I did another radio show and they had a call-in segment and people were sharing about how they light their candles in the home, that they have a little prayer devotional area and that when they go to pray, they light maybe one of those candles that you can buy at the grocery store of the Sacred Heart or St. Jude or, you know, some sort of candle. You know, I remember when my mother died a few years ago at the Remembrance Mass, they gave you a candle, and they had the little name of your, uh, of your loved one on there. And so maybe it's lighting a candle in remembrance of someone. So I, I think that we see that as we do this as a, a church, in a sacred space, when we go to our parish church or a shrine, well, then that begins to inform the practice of our daily life. And so when we go home, maybe as a family, we light a candle each night as we say our prayers, and that's really allowing the domestic church to become alive with these devotional practices that we have as a, as a church universal. I love that. Our yeah. domestic church becomes alive with those same practices. Father Ed, thank you so much for joining us today. Folks, you can read this article at alatia.org. They have wonderful resources out there. Father, thank you so much, and have a blessed day. Uh, pleasure to join you, and God bless your listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Folks, thank you so much for joining us. We love that you are with us throughout the day, especially as we begin the day in prayer with Read the Bible at 5 a.m., followed by the Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary every morning at 5.30 and 9.30 and evenings at 9.30. And you can pray the Angelus with us at 6 a.m. and the Divine Mercy Chaplet at 3 p.m. We thank you so much for your support. It is through your prayers and your generosity that Iowa Catholic Radio stays on the air. So please, as you go forward, think of what prayer you could say today for us and consider a financial contribution at iowacatholicradio.com. Our Carathon is coming up February uh, uh, 17th through the 21st, so be sure to listen in. Deacon Tony, would you offer a blessing for today? May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us to bless us and protect us and to bring us to his everlasting life. Amen. 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 Make it a great Thursday for Mary Sue Lone, her producer, Deacon Tony Valdez. I'm Gene Wells. Friends, be confident in Christ's mercy and his love.